0: Hey folks, Sean here and today what I want to talk to you about are the different type of product companies you might build. When I say different type what I mean is low touch versus high touch. There's some key differences between the type of experience that you might create for both your customer and the type of product company that you're going to build for both yourself and your team. And I'm going to start by kind of categorizing each in terms of what are some of the more important or typical characteristics you might see in each of these and then sharing some examples with you. I also wanna talk about how you can become more of one or the other as in you don't have to remain in either of those categories indefinitely. So when I say low touch product company, typically from a strategic perspective, what that means is you're creating a customer experience that is typically product led. And when I say product led, what I mean is your customer's first experience with your product is typically the product as in, they will go right into using the software, and that's kind of their first experience with your product and your company. Also, from a pricing model perspective, low touch products often leverage simpler models, as in, customers might pay the same amount on a given month or year in order to gain and maintain access to your product. Now, an example of a low touch product I would like to use is Calendly, something I've used for years, I get a lot of value out of it, and it's relatively simple. Calendly, if you're unfamiliar, helps you with essentially that what can become a merry-go-round of trying to figure out how to get everybody synced up so they can meet at a time that's mutually available for both of them. So it helps you with managing your calendar. But the use of the Calendly product is rather simple. As such, it fits well into the low-touch product category. Now, on the other hand, a high-touch product, from a strategic perspective, you're usually leveraging a model similar to being sales-led, as in your customer's first experience with your product is actually through your team. So they will meet with sales team or someone to figure out what onboarding them might look like or qualifying them as a prospect because a high-touch product is typically more complex. It's got more moving parts. The whole experience is difficult to kind of just dump a customer into and enable them to be able to figure it out. Also, the product itself isn't the only thing that's more complex. Almost everything is. The pricing model as well, as in Gaining and maintaining access to a high-touch product typically involves multiple components. There may be an implementation fee, maybe may be ongoing costs, there may be contracts with commitments that may go beyond a year, so the contracts may be relatively inflexible and rigid. So those characteristics typically speak to what, what we consider to be a high-touch product. An example of a high-touch product in this instance might be something like Salesforce. If you've never used Salesforce before, it's a heavy-duty CRM but they, as a company, own a ton of other products as well, too. So navigating kind of their environment gets complex fast. As such, some of your early contact with a company like Salesforce, if you're interested in a product like that, is usually with someone on their team. Now, like I said earlier, just because your product is delivering one or the other of these type of experiences or falls into either category, either low touch or high touch today, doesn't mean it necessarily needs to stay there. I've seen products make a successful transition from one to the other and you'll often see products trying to do that as they're kind of figuring out product market fit so the most straightforward way to think about it if you would like to be one or the other that's why i described those characteristics and some examples of each first because depending upon your experience with those products or your ability to familiarize yourself with them that may or may not be you know you might might become clearer for you in terms of the type of product you'd prefer to build versus you know the customer experience that you're looking for and the experience that you'd like for yourself and your team, right? There are different implications depending upon which of these two paths that you choose. And you don't need to wait to choose this. I think more often than not, it makes the most sense to think about this almost essentially right out of the gate. But let's assume you have some traction and you have an established product with paying customers as well too, transitioning from one to the other or taking advantage of the respective strengths of each is also possible. Now, the easiest way that I typically think about how to do that really is, is the core component of that is the product experience, as in how complex is it to use your product? In order for a high touch product to become more of a low touch product you're going to have to simplify the experience so you might need to do things like cut way back on in terms of what your product is capable of that might mean removing features or building a new version of your product that's actually dramatically simpler than it was before this isn't necessarily a bad strategy there's obviously some engineering involved here but what you can do is if you kind of got out of the gate with more functionality than you're expecting to and you have some early traction what, you, what I'd recommend you take a closer look at is where are you having that traction? As in where are your customers the most active with using your product and what are they getting the most value out of? Soft circle those features and essentially do a quick you know, mental calculation in terms of like what percentage of what your product is capable of, are those features where they're getting the most value and using the most frequently? And can you create a simpler product experience around just those features? If you can, that's where you have great potential to convert essentially a high touch product into a low touch product. I know on the other hand, if you have a low touch product and you kind of want to go beyond where you are, some often may want to do that depending upon if they want to raise their prices and they want to scale their product company, things like that. Um, Low touch products are less likely to go uh, further in that direction, so to speak. If that's the case, then you want to have a better understanding for how you want to continue your product experience. And if you're Fulfilling a good regular experience of performing research and discovery, that will help you better understand what features you can add to your product experience in order to add and provide more value for your customer. And if you're doing that over time, your product may become more complex, which might make sense in terms of transitioning to more of a high touch product as opposed to what you might have been before, which was a low touch product.